This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. God, this is why we don't bring the kids in. This is the last time this is happening. I'm Gareth Locklock. And I'm Ollie Locklock. And we are... The Newly Dads. The Newly Dads. Great, that's right, Let's try good. that again. We are the Newly Cancelled. Newly Dads. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Hi, I'm Gareth. And I'm Ollie. And we are the, the Newly Dads. Dads. This week, the babies are... 11, 11 weeks, weeks old. Okay, before we start this, yes, you can hear babies in the background, but I just need to say that what I'm doing right now is I've been waiting for a week because I had found, I don't know if anyone knows this actually, but I am actually a bit of an autograph collector. This is something that I've done, not just regular autographs, not going to be like, oh, Claudia Winkleman, can I have a, an autograph at the NTAs? We're talking like Elvis, Audrey Hepburn, like really iconic stuff. This is like a weird background thing you do, it's really odd. And then also you don't like them on display anywhere in the house. No, it's, it's an investment. When was the last time you sold one of these things? I've never sold one. I've kept them in my little... How many have you given fund. away? I gave one away and that was no, all great. That was a bit just, stupid. All I think is this is just dumping money down a well. No, 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 I disagree. Now, this is a special one. And this is a Friends, Jennifer Anderson, Courtney Cox, Lisa Cadreau, Matt LeBlanc, Matt Perry, and David Schwimmer autographed the one where Rachel has a baby table draft script. And for me, this is a bit of a push present for myself. A push even though I you didn't push. I didn't push, but I ejaculated. Uh, just FYI, our nanny is changing the baby in the yeah. background. They're not just on their own crying whilst Ollie tries to bid on something. Presently, I am the high bidder. And I've been looking at this for a whole week. So this is a big deal. And the idea that this is the one where Rachel has her baby, that resonates with us because we've got our babies. So this yeah. is a present for us because the babies have arrived. However... We are now on quite a high bid. We are on £2,000. I wonder what our Pele talk's going to be like after this, because this is all you've talked about in bed for the last two weeks. Aren't you lucky? Aren't I lucky? Mm, probably says more about the state of our relationship. But yeah, right. I disagree. What's your highest bid going to be? Okay, well, I think we're going to go two and a half. This seems so ridiculous. Do you know what this would pay for? A month of nursery. If he loses this, he's going to be miserable throughout the entire fucking podcast. Right, if I lose this, right, do you You're in so much trouble. Oh, you've been outbid. <gasps> no, have I? Oh, shit me, yeah. Have Wait, I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the game's afoot. Have I actually been outbid? Uh, yeah, it's now 2250 Also, there's a buyer's premium of 25% that you get charged on top. So it's not 2500 It's actually then... Bubby, you haven't looked at this at all, have you, Mum? Mum? I don't know why I called you mum. And then, and then you've got to add VAT. Bubby, this is going to be so wildly expensive. Okay, bid two and a half. And if okay. that doesn't, then we will give up. This is going to cost a lot of money for something that is going in a drawer. What's it on? It's on 2,250 quid. Obviously, bidder number two, two is thinking that they've got it at this stage. 
I now want to win because I'm competitive, so we're in. I'm actually part of the drama now. Good. The, the jeopardy. Has That's why me. I married you, you old so and so. The jeopardy has hooked me. Oh, bid, bid, bid. <gasps> shit, shit, shit. Yeah. Bid. Oh my god, bid confirm. So let's see what bid of twenty two does. All right, I'm leaving it now. We will see what happens. What was your job when you were sixteen? Tell me. I, I worked in a fun fair. Oh my god! Yeah, this is absolutely incredible. This is brilliant. Yeah. So I worked in the arcades. That's always the start. And because I went to a posh school, they thought I would be good at maths. Now, I got an E in GCOC maths and I never told them, but I would be in charge of the cast register. People would come and ask for change and I would have to give them. And so I just have to do very quick math to see how many 20Ps are in, are in a pound. Five. I thought it was four for a long time. Uh, <laughs> That's so there amazing. Was a, so there was a problem where I would then underchange people. <laughs> and... They said, Ollie, we've got to call you into the office. They called me to the office and said, you are 27 pounds over on your on your float. And I was like, really? And they were like, well, it's no problem because we're over. If there's other real problems. So actually they were quite pleased because I was earning them more money by mistake. So Slightly awkward. The people but, at the fun fair were happy that you were cheating people out no, they No, they brought me in and said, you can't do this. But anyway, I would also, there's something called swag. Uh, swag is the kind of crap that you put on 10p machines. You'd spray them or you could still smell the industrial solvent smell of revolting machines that children are smearing little hands on. I did that for a summer and I was always terribly jealous of the one person who was in charge of the dodgems. And I know that sounds silly, but that was my dream. Do you know what was really cool? When they used to just stand up one foot in the dodgem and like park them back in place. Like they were cool. The coolest they thing were coolest. in the fun fair. Oh. And they were always quite scary as well. Like They had a tattoo. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and facial like, hair. Yeah, and would have four children by now. Yeah, and a chain. Immediately. Yeah. And we're talking a lot of gel in the hair. And I think in my eyes that I would always look up and be like, I bet they snogged loads of birds on the beach afterwards. They were the king of the fun fair in Hailing Island. That was that was what it was. And I remember at the end of the summer, I think I got about 900 quid and I got to go on my first holiday. And that was so exciting. But I remember being like, I am in some money. Where did you go on holiday? I think I went to holiday in Portugal. That would have been where I would have been. That's where you when would have Jamie, Jamie decided he fancied me. And you met Tom Evans as well. Though. Yeah, that's where I first met Tom. All, I first met thanks Tom. to the carnival. Actually, it probably was. So I met Jamie Lang, obviously, and Tom Evans. So you you wouldn't I be actually hit. introduced Tom Evans and Nicole Scherzinger, and now they're engaged. Thanks very much. That was purely because of me. So you wouldn't be here today unless you're a carny first. You know, it's maybe the start of things because you met dead. all the people in Portugal. But yes, I certainly wouldn't have set up Nicole and Tom probably. Yeah, and Jamie and I wouldn't have had a, a wonderful rapport that went back since we were children. Right. Okay. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Run off and join the carnival. I used to think running off to the circus was a wonderful idea. You've got freedom and you've got cash in hand. All sorts. I, I don't really like the circus. I once got peed on by a lion. That's niche. May I please have a glass of wine? This is my wine time and this is why Fabulous Ella's here today because I didn't sleep very well last night and this is my time. This is our podcast time. We wanted you to meet the babies but also we now have... Ella for the rest of the day, so I'm allowed one glass of wine and I'm not to be judged. We now have a couple of messages from people, new deliveries. We have uh, new deliveries of, of messages. I think you should probably put the wine down, my love. I'll look at new deliveries of wine. Right. Yeah, okay. No, we have new deliveries, which is what we're calling a couple of messages that we have been sent in. So let's have a look. Chapter one from Danny in Leeds. My sister used to be a popular babysitter at how do you pop a popular babysitter? It sounds basically like a bit of a you know, sucking the dick. Um, but one time she couldn't make it, so she put me forward to the job instead. 
I was never known to be a responsible teenager, but the parents were desperate, so they accepted my offer to be the stand-in. I'd been on quite a night out the day before. We were talking WKD blues. Of course you were. Jaeger bombs tequila all rounded off with a big Donna kebab. But I was determined to go and give the babysitting duty a good go. All was going well. The older kids were entertained, watching TV, and I was bouncing the baby up and down like a pro. That was until she vomited all over my T-shirt. In that moment, all the previous night's antics came back up from the stomach and projectile vomited all <laughs> over the living room and the baby, who all thought was a big joke. I managed to clean up the mess made, but I've never been babysitting ever again. That is amazing. All I'm imagining is just bluey green vomit. Going that could have gone a lot baby. darker. Well, I mean, it's probably not great you're throwing up the Jaeger bomb and tequila and kebab and like WKD blue. I was genuinely worried. It was like always going well. The older kids were entertained, watch TV, and I was bouncing the baby up and down. I looked down and it was dead. Can that imagine? is, hang on a minute. But also, also, <laughs> what do you do in that moment? Because he hasn't said, did he then tell the parents? I would have made a pact with the two little kids and been like, look, we're not going to talk about this. Let's just say the baby had an accident because the baby threw up. So we know that anyway. And then just change them, fake it till you make it. One of my favorite family stories of us is when my mother was babysitting for uh, one of my sister's friends and my friend, David Charney. We were all being looked after. We went to our Uncle John's house. And we went there. And we had, the parents were downstairs off. He had a glass of wine. We went upstairs to go and watch a movie or something like that. And we were all very young. We were probably about eight. And we put on a video and turned it on. And it was hardcore lesbian porn. Mum heard the giggles from upstairs. Like, this isn't right kind of thing. We're upstairs. And we were watching porn. Now, later on that evening, we went home and dad was a keen golfer and he had left his golf buggy in the hallway and we had found in the side pockets there were miniatures of, of whiskey. And so we ended up drinking the You're whiskey. Eight. You're eight. eight here. You're eight. getting pissed, right? David Charney's parents came to pick up David and they were like, how was it? And they was like, mum was like, I have to tell him. I'm so sorry. They spent most of the day getting drunk and watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolute, amazing. Absolute truth. Well, as in that delivery. Absolutely that, right. And what did they say? Well, they owned a vineyard at the time. So, so actually, they were like, brilliant. Wine sales are up. Alcohol was a thing in their life. Okay. Uh, they and weren't porn. a Mormon family, but it was, it was, um, yeah. Um, I, I, your I, mum must have explained that. Also, it's like, where did the porn come from? I'm going to say this quickly. This is really quite revolting, but it's something that I've always thought of. Ugh. I once found my dad's stash of porn. They were all VHSs, and he was a single man. It was all kind of normal, lovely porn, and I remember... Normal, it, lovely well, porn. Well, fine, it was lovely porn. porn. It was just normal It was porn. normal porn. Let's take lovely out of it. It was normal porn. It, no, but there was nice music in the background, and okay. it was a kind of secretary or something that was being done from behind by the boss or something. I don't know. Anyway, I remember watching it. And after a couple of times watching the porn and obviously You've abusing myself. You've right, okay. abusing yourself. Uh, right, whilst okay. I was a teenager, I then got reminded that oh. where I was starting that from is where my father would have finished. And I was like, that is the most disgusting. Also, you've <laughs> touched the same VHS your dad has with your wank can. I know, but like I couldn't then go back and use those without having to kind of rewind a lot. But I also didn't want him to then put it on and be like, I know I didn't get that far through that last time. That was when I climaxed. There is so much that is wrong with this. You shed porn with your father that you both wanked to. Did you like wet wipe the thing before you took it out? What, which VHS player? Was it a different VHS player? We sat in the same seat. Did he ever find out? No. Oh there was only God. one in the kitchen at the time, but dad would go out to the pub or something like that and I'd be left alone. Your dad was wanking in the kitchen? No, there would have been one in his bedroom, but I was going to sit in his bed and wank. You I? wanked in the kitchen? So I'd wank in the kitchen. So neighbor comes around being like, I want a cup of sugar and it's just you cracking one out in the kitchen, watching your dad's porn. Yeah, I, wa I, I once <laughs> went fishing once. I did it on a beach as well. 
I mean, that's, that's fine. That's the weirdest place that, I've done it. Everyone's done something on a beach. It was just on my Where is this out. going? Where is, oh my God, there is so much that is wrong with this. Why not? Why not? Just pick your favorite one, nick the tape and just like, just be like, oh, your dad would just think that he's lost it or he's misplaced it somewhere or something's happened. So you're not actually sharing it with your father. Well, Louis, my old friend, used to make me VHSs of porn and used to call it the Blue Planet because no one was going to watch that and it looked very well, innocent. That was before David Asper made it massively popular. And I remember mum was ill once and we went into her room and she collated the VHS she wanted to watch and one of which was the Blue Planet and I was like, I'm going to have to get rid of this. Let's just change the topic whilst we're, I wouldn't say we're ahead. Head is something that... Let's not even go there. Right, Martha in Scarborough. Hi, Ollie and Gary. Congratulations on joining the Queer Parenting Club. We're waving the flag for lesbian parents up in Scarborough. This is less to do with our children's mistakes and rather ours. We organised a play date for our son and another child from school who was known for being particularly fussy when it came to food. I hate fussy kids when it comes to food. Uh, his mum texted me to ask what was for tea and I replied, pussy and chips. <laughs> 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 this is just, oh god the word pizza had been right okay this is amazing right the word pizza had been replaced with pussy i was mortified right okay that is you know her phone whatever predictive text obviously it's like you never really put pizza you always put pussy more so that also correct thought it was the right word to use so here we go we quickly laughed it off and the play date went smoothly with our guest loving his pizza and chips, not pussy and chips. Uh, but how so cliche for us to fall victim to that kind of autocorrect. Um, that is incredible. It autocorrects to a word that you use all the time. Either she's got a lot of cats or it is a bit stereotypical for a lesbian to autocorrect pussy, doesn't it? bet pussy and chips is something. Shall I Google it? I don't, I don't want to, should, no. <laughs> I, but I bet pussy and chips is a thing. I bet it's a niche on the porn site somewhere, isn't it? Where you like, also, dip, who's dip eating... a chip in pussy. <laughs> that is fucking, fucking like hell. You know what? Someone that's weird is going to hear this and go, you know what? It's quite a good idea. What, listening to a podcast and then being fathers? Yeah, use vagina as a dib-dab. Oh my God, Lord, Ollie Locke. I've got an education for the prop store. Woman. What? I would like to tell you all that we have won. No, you <gasps> haven't. Fuck off. Yes, oh, we God. have. Right, okay. Uh, we won. Right, okay. Tell me the final price of everything. Oh, we got it for two and a half. Now you've got 25% on top of that. So that's what? Two and a half. You know what? Half, Don't do the math. Just yeah. let me. 3,100 plus VAT. You know what? It's worth it. No, it's fucking not. I'm that delighted. Is not worth I'm it. really I'm... pleased. This is a very special moment in my career and life. Bubba, I'm actually really pissed off about that. C'est la vie. They always say that money is there to be spent, and that's important. You can't go with it. You can always earn more. And if something's really special to you, which this is, bit of two one two's a bell end, isn't he? <laughs> Don't fuck with the lock locks. Where is that going to go then? This script and how long does it take? Can you just have a look at the phone? I'm thing so that you've got? pleased. I must have. I know it sounds whatever. Can you just pass Oh, mum's calling me. I have to no. tell mum. Oh, for fuck's sake, mum. Yes. I've just won the friends manuscript. You got it. Yeah. How much? Let's not ask that question. It was with your your no, son. No, 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 your no, son no. didn't look I, at the bill. I don't mind. I, 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 well, you don't mind. It's not bits. your money, but the I don't mind. I'm not that. No, not that sort of person. Your son was willing to go to two and a half, but then he also yeah. didn't realise that there were auction fees of twenty five percent plus VAT. So it's costing nearly four grand. Oh, you got it though. Yeah. <laughs> See, I love Yay. it. I know. I really wanted this. Well, yeah, you no, can... no, no, I'm with you. I'm completely with you. Oh, uh, great. Uh, it's honestly, the loo downstairs is never going to look better. 
Okay, so I'll um, speak to you a little oh, later. Oh, shit, the podcast. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> I tell you exactly, you, know, you pretty much that and a bit more. Is that so you, you get does actually. She, right, okay, so she will pay for that. If you can get that money off her, I will be absolutely delighted and I won't be bothered by this at all. Okay, we'll see what happens. Well, no, we won't see what happens. You I'm sweating profusely. You should be. Okay, we have one more to look at. Here we go. All right, let's have a look. Olivia in Plymouth. I was the go-to babysitter on my street. <laughs> Doesn't sound great, Olivia. Oh, Olivia. And I used They're to babysit the favorite with the fathers. two younger girls who lived across the road. One time, I took my then-boyfriend to babysit. Of course you did. With me and an older girl who was about seven. Took a particular shine to him. It was quite cute to see at first. Each time I would come to babysit afterwards, she would always ask where my boyfriend was. And I would tell her that he was busy. One time, she was drawing away, and she asked me to show me the picture. She told me that it was... <laughs> the wedding of her and my boyfriend. But in the corner top picture, there was a woman on top of a fire, a bit like a witch <laughs> being burnt to the stake. I asked who it was, and she said it was me. I had to oh, tell her parents that I got a lovely drawing to say I'm sorry the next time I went round. I think what genius. I think that is amazing. Kids, I think, kids are so brutal. I just think that's amazing, though, because I firmly appreciate the darkness of that child being like, I love that it's burnt on a also, fire. do you remember those crushes when you were that young? It's like so innocent. It's literally like, I love them. You're someone who repeatedly written in a notebook, aren't you? No, 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 no. I just did my own autograph. You, didn't, you never wrote, you know, I love someone or respect someone always. Or Don't even get into that. <laughs> I had oh, this a is very unnatural... Unhealthy. Unhealthy. I'm not going to say obsession because that sounds weird. Childhood, fascination and love with Denise Van Outen. My friend, same guy, twice in a podcast, David Charnley, the guy who got pissed and watched porn when we were babysitting. His auntie was something massive in Channel 4 at the time, so we went to the big breakfast to go and meet Johnny Vaughan and, and Denise Van Outen. And I then ended up fancying Denise. She was the first celebrity I'd met and the first real crush I ever had. Years passed and my Denise fascination grew more and more. And I decided to create something called RDA, which was Respect Denise Always. So after I would put my signature or whatever, I would do RDA. It broke my heart one day, and but I still got the cutting at home in a diary when she got engaged to Jamiroquai. The awkward part of this is, I've written this in my autobiography. We've discussed this before, bestseller, eight weeks. Still available. <laughs> but I now know Denise. She's a friend. And there's a problem that Denise does not know about this. Also, one, it wasn't just writing your notebook. It went into casual vandalism. You were carving it into things. I was carving into things. Absolutely. So they probably still exist today. So if anyone sees an RDA tag or carving in a tree or a desk somewhere, it's probably Oliver Locke. Also, why wasn't it I love Denise? Why I have no I idea. RDA was something that couldn't come back to me immediately. Oh, I love Denise Van Alton. Everyone loved Denise Van Alton. But RDA was my little secret, like, respect her. Like, she deserves respect from all of us. It wasn't just love, it was respect. But people don't know about this. They do now. And... Denise, I apologise profusely. I just did love you when I was a child. But I did find you quite extraordinary, and I still do. Now you're my friend. Thank you for everyone for sending all of your fabulous stories. You can send in all your messages for us to read out at newlydads at jampopproductions.co.uk. We want them funny, outrageous, heartfelt, naughty. Just send them our way. Alternatively, you can slide into our DMs with the Newly Dads official podcast Instagram, and we will get the messages there. So go and do that and give us a follow and listen to other episodes now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We do have a special guest or two today. And that is that we have actually brought the babies. Cosma and Apollo are both here with our fabulous nanny, Ella. May we also just add that you may hear in the background, but our daughter sounds like a cat. So she goes, meow, meow. All right, this is a podcast exclusive for us. This is the youngest podcast features ever. This is bringing a kid to work. Hello, though. my baby. I feel like he's pooing as well. Good man. I've got the most active one. Oh, crumbs. Hey, Tony. That's all right. Oh, goodness me. All right. One minute. She absolutely hates being burped. Oh, there it is. Ooh. That's what I wanted, little, little sunshine ray. I'm so sorry, guys, because this room is going to stink of milk. I think I now smell of sour milk. I think I've become nose blind to it. It honestly gets everywhere. The dog the other day got on the bed and I was like, why does your breath smell of milk? Looked under the bed and it was a missing bottle that we'd lost the other day. And he drank 160 milliliters of it. I think that absolute champion. So this is what parenting and working in entertainment looks like. I think we now have both of our children as our special guests on the podcast. The babies are coming quite accustomed to being on camera now, actually. This is their one. So they're on Lorraine and then they had a hello photo shoot. God, it sounds like we're exploiting them. Christ. <laughs> I think we are. Little Nepo babies, aren't you? But Already. one day you'll thank us all when we're all in Barbados having a lovely time. Pawning daddy's friend's script to try and get a flight home. I know they're only little, but I'm already thinking ahead to things like hobbies. Like, you know, sports they'll do. They're going to be musical. If you could have them play any instrument, what would they play? I think piano. I You're think in- it's cool. I think it's cool. As you get older, I feel that anything, the acoustic guitar, I think electric's quite lame. I would honestly nosh off anyone when I was 18 years old if they could play like something cool on the, the guitar around a campfire. I think that's fucking sexy. Anyone. You're going to nosh off anyone. Um, I'm thinking of like, like, can you imagine like, a, like we're in a Cornish beach, we're 18, 19 years old, someone a couple of years older comes in with a guitar, maybe kind of a, a singular dread from when he's been kind of surfing and then kind of plays you a guitar song of something fabulous like a Paolo Nutini or you a, want to or put someone's Jack right? Johnson or a, a Ben Howard. That is a hard on. I'm so sorry. Who do you think out of our twins, who would play the acoustic guitar and who's going to play the piano? You can literally tell it right now. Oh, it's going to be Cosy to be the piano. Who Absolutely right. He's a dude. But I think he's also a bit of a lad, though. I can see him being a bit of a lazy teenager, but also he's going to be really handsome. He's a really handsome little man. Actually, I'm just going to buy him a guitar and make him do it. Because I just think it will, it will do his... Parent. You can't lead a horse to water with its kids. Like, you've got, there's got to be their indecision. Also, to be fair, if they're anything like me, I am honestly a little bit... Mal-coordinated? I mean, I'm not the cleverest at coordination. I tried to learn the guitar or any musical instrument once, and it just didn't work, really. I don't actually really know this about this. Did you ever used to try to learn to play an instrument, apart from guitar? 
I once did two lessons of the violin and would busk outside the, uh, the dinner hall. Shut up. Two lessons, and then you thought, great, I'm going to go straight to busking. Yeah. How desperate were you for money? Well, it's 10p, wasn't it? 10p is 10p. That was 10 sweets back in the day. So you've got to remember, back in my day, and I know this sounds ridiculous, but boarding school was very, very different. There was no mobile phones. There were no computers, for starters. All right? It's actually really fucked up, the whole thing. So if you were very lucky, you were allowed tuck. So you had your tuck box where you were allowed some kind of, I don't know, a digestive biscuit or a wagon wheel or one of those kind of uh, caramel. Do they still make wagon wheels? Well, I have no idea, but they did then, and that was something that was part of my life. My sister was in charge of the uh, sweet shop, actually. Most importantly, there were no mobile phones. But what there were is you'd knock on the staff room door and ask for 10p to ring your parents. And that would go on the school bill. And so anyone would do anything for a 10p because it's the longer phone call. And so we'd do that quite a long because you'd miss your parents because you haven't spoken to them so for a long time. That makes so sad. Anyone would do anything for a 10p. The fact that your parents are only clearing you to have 10p to chat with them probably shows you why. No, I did. I remember saying, oh, can I get 25p, please, or 20p because I wanted to be a longer phone call to my parents kind of thing. I remember saying that. But she still didn't want to speak for you less than 10p. I know, 10p. Isn't that sad? I, I don't know why mum didn't give me a bag of 10p's to call her. When because she, she didn't want you to call her. That's why. What are we going to do with our kids? Because what age do you give kids a phone at? Because you want to know that they're safe, secure, if they go out on their own. Like if they're 10 years old and they're just leaving to go play in the street somewhere, do they have a mobile phone? What 10? do you do? What do we think? 10 years old for a phone? Can you restrict it? Yeah. Again, yeah. if they've got access to a credit card, they could buy a friend's script, basically. That's the problem. My main concern is that they're on bloody, you know, Call of Duty and they meet up with Gary44 from Staines, who's pretending to be Abigail17 from wherever. And it's some weirdo on the thing. Like, how do you restrict that? I, I actually don't know. That is research we can do as they get older. Right now, they can't wipe their own asses. So should we just discuss babysitters for a moment? Ella is here. She is basically a nanny slash babysitter slash lifesaver, all sorts in one. I remember when I was like eight years old onwards up until whatever age, my brother's probably 16 when we could be left alone. I used to be an absolute terror to my babysitters. I don't think I knew what I wanted to do, but I always fancied them. Uh, that's something that, as you get older, almost your first wank ever would always be over your babysitter. Every babysitter in American films is literally like blonde, 19, kind of, yeah, I'll look after them. My boyfriend's going to come over and make out. I can actually remember the name of my first babysitter. She was called Abigail. Did you shag her? No. She wasn't very nice to us, and she used to try to flood us with like baby powder in our faces to like tell us off. So then after that, I had a really unhealthy relationship with babysitters. So me and my brother used to just act up the entire time. So he's going to hide, stay up, whatever. And then when mum and dad got back, we just run to bed and pretend we didn't sleep all the time. Meanwhile, the babysitter's downstairs having a nervous breakdown. And the house is a tip. Or we've gone to the cupboard, we've got wine out. So it looks like they've had a glass of wine out, all of this. Just trying to get them fired. That's amazing. It was dreadful. I was an absolute arsehole to them. So my parents went out every night. Okay, that's something they did. And that's something that was very much the late 80s kind of stance of parenting. And so we would be left with often our next door neighbour... Um, the Forthorpe's children, and they were probably, I don't know, 18, 19. And one of them looked identical. The girl from Saved by the Bell with the long hair, what was her name? <sighs> Kelly was the one that went out with... Um, Kelly, his, Kelly. His... It looked identical to Kelly. Kelly Kapowski. She looked just like her. So she was a rocket ship. So we were always very excited for the Forthorpe's to uh, come over and look after because we'd just sit there and kind of act up and think one day they're going to fall in love with us. Obviously, that wasn't going to be the case because we were like seven and they were probably 18. But she's probably about 50-something now, you know that. Were you ever a babysitter? No. I was a babysitter. I babysat for my godmother's daughter. It, just, it does make you feel quite powerful. When you go in, they're like, help yourself to anything from the fridge. Then you tell them the bedtime. They actually go to bed at that time, which I didn't do when I was a kid. 
I've never been to bed at the time I was meant to, I don't think. Not even now. Not, not that I have a bedtime, but as in like, no, I don't. Just, Gareth sometimes does actually give me a bedtime. No, I do. I'm like, I'll be three in the morning, come to bed. Ola's response is, oh, but that's my time, which is my time to debrief. And I was like, well, I'd like to have some time with you. We just spent all day with the kids. No, this is before the children, maybe just add. After a night out, whatever like that, I would come home and I would sit downstairs and I'd open a bottle of wine. I'd put on my YouTube or what did I used to watch? Oh, Diana's Funeral. Yeah, a lot. I used to watch Diana's Funeral quite a lot. And I don't really know why that was the situation. But it was kind of royal events, but royal funerals and stuff like that. But I used to watch Diana's Funeral probably once a month, twice a month. Once a week, probably. No, because I, I would find it quite fascinating. He used to watch on his phone, then he watched it on his laptop, and then I showed him how to get on the TV. So then I'm upstairs, and all I can hear bellowing is Diana's funeral. I must admit, sometimes I do wake up and go, was I really watching that again? You are so weird. Hello. Hi, I won the auction. Did Yeah, I know, right? How much? A lot. I'm, I'm not going to go into it, but I won it. He, he, your brother More didn't really. Yeah, because your brother. No, I put in two and a half. No, it was two and a half. It's got some fees on top of it, but I got it for two and a half. Twenty five percent plus twenty percent. Right, ignore Gareth immediately. But... <laughs> yeah, but it's never going to happen again, is it? Like friends are coming back. As in, no one's ever going to bid that for it again. No, it's not. It's a great investment. I think so too. God, I love my side of the family. Gareth's yeah. family would scream at me. Okay, now it's time for Little People Big Questions, which is where little people send us in some wonderful, lovely questions for us to answer. So this first one is from lovely William. What's inside your willy? Sorry? Uh, what? What's inside your willy? They're normally sweet. The first one was like, can I go outside? Now, This okay. is a typical child okay. to say that though, isn't it? His name's William as well. <laughs> His name's Willie. Willie's Willie. And maybe he gets that a lot. Um, I mean... Not a lot, really. Blood vessels. Blood vessels. Wait until GCSE biology. Um, right, let's go to a question from Phoebe. How can you have babies? You can have babies in many different ways, can't you? There's a lovely stork that's a good mate of ours that brings them to you. I don't know enough about what your mum's told you, but it's something that I think you need to ask your mummy and daddy. I think a nice way to put it is when people love each other a lot, they have lots of ways that they can bring a baby into their lives. That's very mature. Yes, that's that absolutely. That's so mature. That's really nice. When, when so mature, people love, love each other very much and they want to care for someone an awful lot, then they make it happen, <laughs> if you will. In whatever way they can. There's lots I of mean, different ways, Lots maybe. of different ways. Lots Adoption of... and surrogacy and traditional and and, uh, and ask mum. I, I tell you what, mom. I'm just going to say, let's wait until you're at your place of religion. Phoebe, Google it. A church. Google it, Phoebe. No, no, no. I'd happens. say wait for church or a Sunday roast in front of parents, friends, and ask that question. I think that's exactly what to do, my darling. Wait that until the room fabulous. is as full as possible. Yeah. And then just look at the reactions on people's faces. That also goes for William too. That's us done for this week, but we will be back next week. And make sure you send us our questions to newlydads at jamportproductions.co.uk. And we will see you very, very shortly. Thank you for listening. Love you very we'll much. See you next week, guys. And we'll Thank see you, you next week. been listening to Newly Dads with Ollie and Gareth Lotlock. The producer is Ben Johns. The assistant producer is Maya Adelia. Videography by Jamie Gilbert. Video editing by Jake G. The executive producers are Jemima Rathbone and Jamie Lang. And Newly Dads is a jam pop production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.